is Sunday, March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. It is. Shout out to all of our Irish listeners. We got some. We do. We have actual Irish listeners. Yeah, we have legit Irish listeners with beautiful, wonderful accents. Beautiful. And we use the C word so elegantly and so appropriate that it sounds charming when they say it. It, it kind of does. I, I'm not upset about being called that by them. No, it was a compliment of the highest regard. It really was. Truly, truly was. St. Patrick's Day, but a holiday was yesterday. It was. Bane 316 Day. Yes, yes. Uh, I feel a little dirty saying that because it's Austin 316 Day. It, and it fair. was perfect because it was St. Patrick's Day weekend, oh, and yeah. you get to smash a beer in, in into Chicago. another beer and then guzzle it down. In Chicago, I mean, just beautiful. Yeah, how does it feel being 37? Uh, feel good? I, being that old? As good as I can. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean I'm not going to lie, I'm still kind of hungover and... Uh, from both the the training yesterday and from uh from my night in the city, but no, it's a good day, man. Nice. I'm, I'm on the right side of the ground, the right side of the bar, so I cannot complain. Yeah. How was training at Surge? Uh, it was great. Birthday uh, birthday training at yeah. Surge. Birthday training was awesome. I trained with uh with Drew Carroll and uh Janelle Becker and uh Jess Springer. Um, they were Jess and Janelle were kind of doing their thing. Uh, they were helping out as as they could. Uh, squat of six fifty for two. That was, I mean, that was a shit show. Yeah. Um, like the squats themselves were fine, but like we had the mono was set to the wrong height. Uh, we couldn't find the smelling salts. Uh, then you couldn't find the smelling salts at Surge. I think they're just all over the place. They were, they were none to be found. It was so uh, weird. people better not be stealing this. Uh, I mean, even though I don't use them, I just always see them. Yeah, we even have a brick house. We have community. I'm just telling you, man. Salts at and the we, brick, and we do too at uh at the Monster Garage. And so whatever reason that we couldn't find them. Uh, so then we reset it, reset the mono, and then I do my first one. I told Janelle I was going to do a one of one, so I'll do the first one. If it looks and feels good, we'll do a second. Mm-hmm. I give her the nod. She thought that meant that I was done. She, you know, pulls the arms in. I'm like, no, pull the stupid thing back. <laughs> so I had the thing on my back for like a solid 40 seconds. Okay. Uh, it was a lot. It was, it was heavy, but. Yeah, and you're, uh, what, a month out? Uh, roughly, yeah. Okay. Yep. All right, so. so. It's gonna start dialing it in. Yeah, so I'll, soon. I'll peak basically peak week is uh, is next week, and we got some numbers planned for for that. And uh, I, overall, I feel good. Like my body feels good. I'm moving well, uh, as well as a fat thirty seven year old can can move. And so I, I feel pretty good going to the nationals. Nice. Well, we're gonna get into my yeah, kind of thing you're... with my prep coming up because I'm eight There's days away. No, seven. Six. Seven. Oh, yeah, well, when you guys hear this, I'll be six. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, or possibly five, who knows. Yeah, um, but yeah, I'll be, I'll be six days out yep. from when you guys listen to it. And if you guys follow on Instagram, I have my whole thing on the training and peaking, and I'll tell you guys a recap how this prep has gone, because I had a weird morning where I yeah, went to did. the, I went to the gym about to hit my last heavy squat day. Uh, it's currently Sunday. And I had got a call that I had to go to a family party that I misremembered the time. It's mostly my stupidity because for whatever reason I thought it was at three and no one knows where I pulled that number out of. Oh. I'm like, oh, okay. So my bad. Yeah. 
and then I had to leave the gym. I hit 500 for one, and then got a text message that I had to leave. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, so I guess I'm going to work out at like 9 o'clock. So, Sweet. hell, man, I still got my heavy squat workout right after we're done recording. Yep. But pretty exciting show. We have some uh, – it was a good weekend for powerlifting. It was, it was a great weekend. And a great week because I know there was a – there was uh, meets going on within the week leading into the weekend. Was that Friday with uh, Steffi Cohen? Yeah, it was Friday. I can't week. remember if it was Thursday or Friday. It was Friday. It was, I don't know, I guess I don't know what day it was there. But okay. It was Arnold Australia. Yeah. Um, you know, she, pretty great. She, so she spoke at one of the symposiums there at the mm-hmm. Arnold. And the next day competed. And, I mean, what a day. Yeah, Almost sure. a historic day. Uh, I, I can go through the stats. Yeah, well, yeah, we're going to get to that, and then uh, we're going to have our topic of the week yeah. as well. We have, uh, is powerlifting a team sport? Yeah. When we're done with that, we have our technique tip of the week. We do. We have Larry Wheels did something. He did. He did something this week, guys. It was really exciting. It's and important. we're, we're going to break it, because you're not relevant if you don't break Larry Wheel news. Yep. And do you have a segment in there? Uh, I think I've kind of, we had everything. So All right, yeah. sweet. I think I, think I have technique tip of the week this week. Yeah, you have technique tip of the week. You have some banned words that you can't say anymore. Oh, yeah, Bane's based banned on, words. Yeah, uh, based on some of our two white listeners, we have, uh, we're censoring Bane pretty early. Yeah, yeah. So I, apparently this is the last time I can say the word superior mm-hmm. and fire. Yeah. So, um, yeah. just go into thesaurus, look at the same words, yeah. look at synonyms for those words. I, I'm going to. I'm Maybe going to fi- 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 throw them out there, uh. Set random, like with yeah. no context whatsoever. Yeah, superior would probably be easy. Fire is gonna be hard. Yeah, heat, uh, flame, heat, flame, uh, kindle. No, I don't yeah, like you that. have to kindle a fire. Yeah, you blaze, a blaze. Yeah, I like yeah. that. But it's, it's the it's the context that I use them in. Usually, I'm referring to your memes, which are in fact and hot. If you're gonna say them, I could say fire because I mean yeah, you can say whatever you want. Apparently, I, I, and what I want to understand though is why the censorship is it because of my age? Is it you know, just because I'm the sugar daddy and I, there's just certain things I'm not supposed to say. Like, I want to understand. I don't know. I think it's just the fact that it does sound outrageously white when you say it. When you say fire. It's true. Uh, I, you know what? I, I, mean, I, mean, I, I guess when anyone says, because I would never say it's fire. Ever. In my life. I mean, I've but, seen my ancestry. I am outrageously white. Yeah. And we could tell. Yeah. Uh, and the other, I think, superior is just odd that you use those, that word in particular when referring to genetics. But why? Why can't you just say you, you continue to say, "Well, I have superior genetics." Like, hey, can you say this better or good? You're going way to <laughs> superior. It's like you're you're off on you're like going to a ten. It's like just say better, man, because I think people have more superior genetics than the both of us. There's something to do. Yeah. So this is not use superior means like top. Not necessarily. Okay. Because like, oh, as it's compared to who? Just as, as for instance, we're we're in the evil layer right now. Yeah. Right? And so, for those who don't know, the evil layer is my office, it, where I actually work. And so, you know, the co-host one of those Enzo's literally sitting, he's actually sitting in the treble chair. Mm-hmm. Uh, people, people have to come to my office. Yeah. And so, out of the floor are folks that I am their superior. Okay. Because they work for me. Okay. So, but I also have a superior. He's down a little farther here in the Ivory Tower. All right. I don't know. I just, I find it strange. And so, and apparently other viewers do too. I bought up on air and I see people uh, agree with me. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm not allowed to say it anymore. Yep. Sorry. Sorry yeah. to do that to you. At least but, in that context, I just did it like three times. Yeah. We're, we're obviously going to continuously say it. Yeah. But, uh, all right. So, good week of powerlifting. Great week. Steffi Cohn was first. She broke our, both of our feeds. Yep. I was at work at lunch. I kind of saw just only Steffi Cohen squats. Yep, which was a beautiful squat. It, it was, and I, I think she she did it right. There was really no, not a whole lot of argument on it. 
Uh, he got perfect depth on a equipped or a uh, raw with rap squat. Yep, and perfect depth. It was uh, it's clinical how she kind of could do it. Five hundred one. Five hundred one at a hundred and oh, in the one thirty twos, but one hundred twenty nine pounds. Okay, astounding. Really, really is. It's just it's unbelievable. Yeah, and uh, what was her stats on that meet exactly? Uh, so I made sure I'm get I may get this wrong, but just calling through her feed really quick. Uh, all-time world record deadlift at 132. Okay. Uh, may also been the total, I'm not sure, but also the lightest woman to squat and pull over 500 in the same meet. All right. That's, wow. that's amazing. Jesus. Uh, so I really, you have to give, I mean, she continues to break barriers and is putting together a, a fairly, I would say, what, 18 months or so she's really been on the scene, at least as far as the, the larger consciousness of powerlifting, mm-hmm. uh, she's starting to put things together that I think will will create a very long-lasting, long-standing career. Yeah. Uh, I don't think she's going to be a space shot type of athlete. No, I don't think so either. And it, Did she go 9 for 9 at that meet? It looked like a pretty dream meet for her. I didn't. I don't know if she went 9 for 9. Yeah, I, I don't know I, either. I but thought I saw 8 for 9. Okay. She might have missed one bit. 8 for 9 is still pretty still damn good. Pretty good meet. Uh, 8, eight for 9 is, is yeah, I think most powerlifters will take that. I would do it all day. Yeah, and uh, again, fantastic meet. Really brilliant. Awesome. Yeah, just a brilliant meet. It's like clinical watching her. And now it's like it's going to continuously be other people trying to top each other. She, Particularly females. Yeah. I mean, I mean it, it's it seems like they're always trading off between it. I think Bama Burr still has the uh, Stacy Burr has the yep. uh, highest Wilkes of all time. Well, it's, it's her, and I unfortunately I only know this girl's uh, Instagram handle, Powermine. Yeah. Uh, CC Holcomb and Steffi Cohen. Difficult names to pronounce. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that is that's the reason why I don't yeah, put my note. So yeah, so they these four ladies are trading this raw Wilkes, uh, you know, record right now. And it's exciting to watch. Like, it's a really cool thing. It's a very friendly rivalry going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of reminds me, you're a baseball guy, kind of reminds me of Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa, where they kind of enjoyed the show and they were doing their thing, you know, when they were chasing the home run record. Like, I really yeah. enjoy this. This is awesome. Yeah, it is. It's good to see. And it's good to see good lifting. Yes. It is. It's really nice to see someone get recognized for just being really good at the sport. Yeah. Nothing else. Not because of gossip, not because of a stunt. Not because of any of that stuff that kind of gets thrown in our faces now, uh, here and then. Yep. But just, just killing it. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, let me know about this one. And, I did. And this guy, uh, is not really, I wouldn't put him at the most well known powerlifters. I had no idea who he was. Uh, he is a man child. He is. He is 23 lar- years old. Very large human being. He is, uh, has a great handle. Yeah. Dylan underscore Hellraiser. I think his, Followers are going to go up a lot because I, I will tell he you, had a, a dream meet today. He had 4,600 followers yesterday when I sent that to you. Oh, okay. And he has 7,500 now. Yeah. <laughs> and he uh, yeah, he deserves every bit of this follower. He does. He, he is does, man. fantastic. Uh, seemingly pretty humble. Seems like it. Yeah. So, all right. Break this down for us. We got Dylan Hellraiser, Dylan Hellrigel. 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 Great name. Like, I thought my last name was cool. That is what is this man's uh, nationality? You know it? Uh, I don't off the top of my head. I want to say with Hellregula, he's got some Icelandic in him, some, something Nordic. Uh, but I, I would have to... Can those guys just be not allowed to compete? I kind of feel like... They're just too strong, and I don't think a 23-year-old should look that 
intimidating. Yeah, I, I, it looks like he's Australian just based on some of the people he's associating with. Okay. So anyway, large human being and comes in 23 years old to the Arnold Australia. You don't think you can top Steffi Cohen's being. What does this guy do? He's the first person ever raw to squat 1,000 pounds and pull 900 in the same meet. <laughs> For I mean, we're talking Eddie Cohen didn't do it. I know he did single ply, but for all intents and purposes, that equipment was raw. Ray Williams hasn't done it. Well, I think he he's raw with wraps. Regardless. Yeah. No, no he's... No, oh, yeah, none of these guys have done, like, these are some of the great names, these, these, and some of these big kind names right now. No one has done this. This guy is the one who broke the barrier. It was a sexy 455-kilogram squat. It was amazing. It was... Yeah, yeah. I just watched it right now. It is pretty. Guys, you got to check this out if you haven't already. Three white lights on a squat on a thousand pounds, and then and oh, he, by the way, a five hundred twenty nine pound bench. Yeah, five hundred twenty nine. No one gives a shit about bench. Though. Yeah, uh, it, it is. It is. Uh, of all of them, it's the least like not impressive. It's the least uh, eye catching. Just watching it. It, it, it really is. But it's, let's see. Let's see the squat. I'm on, on bench right now. No, it's a beautiful bench. It is. It's, it's a, a perfect, beautiful bench. I mean, and, and it's deadlift two, incredible nine hundred pounds. So, yeah. So if he has, you know, just if he just wants to do a push pull meet or one of the non-existent squat deadlift meets, yeah, I'll take his total. Yeah, I'll t- I'll take that nineteen hundred total like any day of the week. Total all day. He does all not day. bench and just destroy most powerlifting meets. Yeah. So uh, to Dylan, Steffi, all the other competitors, I mean, for, to you two especially, congratulations! What yeah. a weekend! Very, very awesome! Very cool! That's what the sport needs is stuff like this. Yeah, you uh, need to. You, we need to see better lifts. We need to see uh, not a lot of controversy, just a lot of people like that was an awesome meet. Yeah. Just, just acknowledging greatness when I, you see it. I feel like we need to uh, instead of going to the Arnold next year, we need to go to the Arnold Australia. <laughs> That's our calling. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> the sugar daddy has spoken. Yeah, geez. I mean, I was complaining about a five-hour car trip. <laughs> what, is, what is it to Australia? Like 75 hours? How long like is it? 13 or 14 hours. You're a new person when you get there. You, you have like you you start with a family and then you just make another one while you're. That's there. a whole different thing, man. Well, that's what happens when you take long travels. <laughs> People perish along the way. Do. You don't have enough food. This is an Oregon Trail. You're man. just a, yeah. You're just a whole other person when you go to Australia. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was great, great meet uh, and great lifters coming out of that meet as well, and some great feats being broken as well. So I again like seeing it. Yeah, it's awesome. That's what we want to see. It's beautiful. All right, so that was the Arnold Australia. Yep, and. I have a meet coming up. Definitely not going to be as impressive as those. And probably going to be less impressive than uh, I anticipated. Why do you think that? If you guys have been following some of my training logs. I follow. Uh, and, I, you know, if you're not you're not a powerlifter, you don't post all your shit on Instagram. I guess I'm not a powerlifter anymore. I didn't post it on my list from yesterday. You didn't? No. I'm ashamed of that. So but I posted my food. Powerlifting so. card revoked. But I, but I posted my food. Okay. And my booze. Okay. So you're either a 24-year-old female Ooh, or a powerlifter. One of the two. Hmm. Yeah, you got to get at least maybe just a picture of you squatting. You did take a picture at a gym. I did. All right, two. so it counts. Okay. So he's a powerlifter. Yep. So <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up. Yeah. So if you guys haven't seen some of my videos recently, some of my workouts, um, I'm at my – I mean, after today, I'm going to be done with my program. Yep. I am uh, going to be six days out coming on Monday when you guys listen to the show. And pretty much done with – all the work yeah. is done. Yeah, the foundation is laid for for next Sunday. Yeah, so I did all the things: progressive overload, the over uh, the overreaching phase of the mm-hmm. PA three trainer, mm-hmm. and I'm about to have my last heavy squat workout. 
I was filming my squats. Yep. And something just felt weird about them. Yeah. I it felt fine when I was on the uh squat rack mm-hmm. on the monolift. Mm-hmm. I think it felt fine, but I'm like, I gotta videotape this. because uh, I usually videotape my last three sets yep. to kind of see where I'm going and if my technique is staying solid. Videotaped one, I'm like, huh. Looks weird. Okay. So I got uh people at Brickhouse, Dan and JP. Mm-hmm. I asked them like, hey man, I'm like, I think I'm getting I think I'm high on my squats. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I don't think you've ever been high on a squat. Right. I'm like, I think, I legit think I'm high on a squat. So they looked at the video, they're like, no, you look pretty damn low. I'm like, alright, so let's set it up from a judge's perspective. Yep. So we got a little, we had to maneuver some things around Brickhouse, move some bars out of the way, set a camera right where a judge may be standing. Yep. It, it, it was rough, but I think we did a pretty good job. Sure. Looked at it again, they said it was, Low. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I'm low. I'm like, I'm, am I seeing something? Am I missing something? Mm-hmm. They're like, how much lower can you get? Sure. Your hamstrings are hitting your calves. Right. You're getting low. You're getting plenty low. It's, and you've never been called for death in competition. Like, yeah. True. But I'm going USAPL, notoriously strict for judging. Very. And we got, e- we got letters saying that they are going to be tough on judging and f- with good reason too. Uh, no, no punches being thrown Pulled. because of that. Pulled? Pun- yeah, well, you yeah, still not, throw them, too. Right? Punches, yeah, so there's... Okay. Why are they going to throw any punches? Why are they, why are they throwing... I'm not going to throw punches if you're being strict about it. Right? Yeah. Wouldn't this still work? No, is it... They, no, it doesn't. All right, well, I just got took to the expression school. Yeah. I'll say no punches being pulled. You're, yes. They're no not gonna, punches they're, being they're pulled. They're not going to pull I'm punches. just going to avoid that expression from now yeah, on. Because I mean, like, how it sounds in the ban- correct way. You're banned, too. Yeah. I'm hey. banned. Well, I'm banning myself. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, so strictness, there's no problems yeah. with it. To an extent, as long as it's consistent. As long as you're staying within the rules. Because you left judge. Yeah. <laughs> Side left judge. Always yes. causing problems. <sighs> but I, I I looked at the video and I took some still frames of it. Yep. And I, uh, and I looked, I'm like, okay, my hamstrings are touching my calves, but the top hip, mm. the crease is not going below the top of my knee. Sure. So I did probably a really unintelligent thing. I put it on Instagram. I yep. made a poll about it. And you, I was thinking like... made some questionable decisions the last couple weeks. I time. have. <laughs> I have. That was that was, that was was a bad idea considering... Yep. Now, now if this word gets out like, this guy is questioning his squat depth. Yep. Guess who's going to get judged extra harder? This guy. The co-host formerly known as Enzo's dumbass. Yes. So, I, and I did that because I have a followers who are USAPL lifters. Yeah. I want to see maybe if, I, cause I don't like bothering people, like yeah. getting a DM. Like, hey, is this squat low enough? Cause I occasionally hate when that happens to me to an, yeah. a point. Like, if you want me to completely dissect your technique, that's hard for me because sure. I'm not an expert on it. So I don't want to do it to them. Just remember, you can always refer them to me because I will yes. do that. Yeah. For sure. And I got another guy you can, uh, that I refer people to, or yeah. I can refer people to. Yes. This is the guy I looked, uh, yeah. looked towards. But, uh, last week's guest, Matt Wallace. Matt Wallace, yes. He DM'd me. He's like, man, he's like, the first one, the first picture he showed looks plenty low. Yeah. The second one looks weird. So I'm like, yeah, man, I'm kind of freaking out about it. Mm-hmm. As you guys can't tell by my voice, because I obviously have been obsessing, obsessing over this for the past week. Yep. He gives me a pretty good, uh, Side-by-side picture of the perfect squat depth. Okay. Not too low, not too high. Perfect. I'm probably always going to get a white light. If he doesn't get a white light, the judge is a schmuck. Okay. And compared it to mine, I am slightly high. The hip is over the knee, and that is powerlifting. Yep. Hip has got to be below the knee. That's pretty much the only thing they look at. Yep. And I'm like, all right, shit, I'm high. 
I have a week. I have a I have a meet in a week. Yep. So kind of got to go on damage control. I'm not going to start dive bombing and going ass to grass on my squats because I don't think I should do that. Right. I'm asking for an injury to do that. I did it again today. Looked at it. Got lower. Still looks kind of high. Yep. Hamstrings are hitting the calves more so, mm-hmm. but it still looks a bit high. Hmm. So it, it, it's kind of an ironic thing too, because my body's been feeling pretty good recently. Yeah, uh, especially in this last week, I'm like, man, my hips are loose, things are tight, but in the right type of tight. Sure. And now I see squat death. I'm like, oh shit, what do I do now? <laughs> uh, it's not gonna fix that in six days. Yeah, I'm not gonna change the way I squat in six days. Yeah, it's just not gonna happen. I mean, I can maybe do a little bit of tweaks here and there. Maybe try very, very, very minimal uh, technique changes, but yeah. I'm not going to all of a sudden be a different squatter in six days. And if I try to be, I might be asking for an injury. And guess who's not going to qualify for nationals if I can't bench or deadlift? The ghost full on his into. Yeah. So the meat strategy has changed a little bit. Okay. The qualifying total for me is, in my standards, quite low. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might open with a 457 squat, yeah. not 457 kilos, people. Yeah, 457 pounds. Well, but I mean, if I but I mean, if I wanna maybe get death, I just have to attempt a world record. Yeah. Go go towards go towards the uh, go strategy. Towards, yes. Go towards right. my master plan. <gasps> I didn't say it. You did. Uh, <laughs> you literally said it. Nope. There's no proof. You guys can't see who said it. <laughs> yeah, it's like no. the, I'm not crying. You're crying. Is that what's yeah. going on here? <laughs> so, uh, so, so it, things aren't going to change, but the strategy can't change. Yeah. So this might actually just be a cookie meet for me. Hit 457. If I could get 500 and 550, great. uh, that would be great. I was shooting for 570. Probably won't happen. Mm, uh, fair. unless I just said, eh, screw it. Let's go 570 on my third attempt. But probably won't because I want to stay safe with it. So I might only work up to second attempts with my meat coming up. Because yeah. next time you guys hear from me, my meat's going to be done. Yeah. Or maybe not. I don't know if we'll, we'll record Saturday. Can we? No. No? No. Lily has a meat. Okay. So. Friday? No, I, I can't. No, because I'm eating Fridays. Yeah, I'm not feeling Friday. Even though we used to record Fridays. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I like, my, I like having my Friday nights back. Okay. Well... So Sunday, you guys probably will hear from me Sunday, right? Yeah, like, right after the meet. legit, right after the meet. So yeah. this is the last time you're gonna hear. And yeah, I think I'm just gonna work up to my second attempts, mm-hmm. uh, my second, per, uh, my second attempts that I usually go for. Right. And those would be my third attempts. Okay. So it might be a very more conservative meet than a meet that I was gonna be already conservative at, an extra conservative meet. A. Nothing, nothing wrong with being conservative. Yeah, we are, yeah, and we're, no, we're going far right on the spectrum yes, on this one. Yes. If I'm conservative, I'm going towards, uh, some master plans. We're going mega, mega conservative. Yeah. So. Tea party conservative. Yeah, I like that. That's, that's yeah. fair. I like that one a lot. How the history guy, man? It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a smart move, I think. I, I just, you know, we were talking on the way in today, and, you know, Dorbo, you're not gonna change this and get stronger or get things different in, in six, seven days. It's just not going to happen. No. You've got to play, play the, the hand you're dealt. As long as you're, as long as those second attempts, those attempts are going to get you qualified. That's the ultimate goal. Yeah. And we're really going at a very low 457. Right. So, so it makes sense to just, hopefully I sink that. So if I can't sink that, then I'm like, I just don't know how to squat now. Yeah, and I, and you just need to quit. Yeah. <laughs> and the all the, over, we're done. all the terrific, all the terrific comments I receive from people, cause I have, and I don't mean to toot my own horn, but I've have gotten before that, like I think of the best squat form in powerlifting, not the most weight, mm-hmm. but the, it seems smooth. 
It seems like it's always a, it seems like 315 pounds on the bar whenever you walk out with it. You have good control of the weight. But I guess not, huh? I guess looks can be deceiving. You have to get it from all different angles. You do. And I... You got to hit those angles. Drake you got to hit those angles, for sure. So I so I guess, yeah, looks can definitely be uh, deceiving at times. Sure. So changes will have to be made in the future, but as of right now... No. Which is a funny thing about powerlifting, mm-hmm. or a funny thing about sports. You think this has never been a problem, squat stuff? I don't think if anyone critiqued my lifts... No one has said, dude, you gotta get lower on squats. No one has ever said that once. I, in fact, I think Eric Stone said I got too low on squats. I, I've he's heard, like, I've heard unnecessary depth in your name. He's like, times. he's like, that's deep. Yeah. Might want to rethink that depth. Yeah. Like my very first thing, I think, at the seminar, I was like, whoa, that's a deep squat. Yeah. Like, rethink that. I'm like, okay, I don't know how else to squat. Yeah. But now I think with the high bar that I've switched to, mm-hmm. or like the other, like super high bar, yeah. where my elbows are shooting in, mm-hmm. I think that's causing me to be more narrow. Well, and causing my knees to come a little forward, and 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 Matt Wallace and at Bain three sixteen, I will annoy them for depth advice and technique advice. Yeah. Bain and Matt have been pretty good with giving me advice within the past four days, and, and since Thursday. And trust me, I am humbled by the you know opportunity to ever critique uh, a lifter of your caliber's uh, mm-hmm. lifts. And yeah, I mean, I, you know, I gave you the feedback and, and really what it comes down to is, and this actually is going to be a good segue into our topic today. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, because I, I think that, and I can dive into that now if you want me to, just kind of how we, we yeah. segue in because our, our topic was, is this a, a, a solo, an individual sport or a team sport? And, for and this is, and, and I don't mean to interrupt, no, a lot of controversy recently with this. Yes. That's the reason why I bought it up. We had a lot of topics. We have a lot of topics in the repertoire. We have yep. a lot of topics in the arsenal. It's coming up recently over the past, like, three weeks since the Arnold. Yeah. I think uh, when Stacey Burr and uh, – is it Jaff Strength? Jaff, uh, Trevor Jaffe? Yeah. Is it Jaffe or Jaffe? I think it's Jaffe. Okay. I apologize. I know your Instagram handle. Yeah. That's most important. But I think they posted We Did It. Yeah. And both of them posted We Did It, and people got upset about that. Yeah. Which is weird that people will get upset about it. It's like, hey, who cares? Yeah. Stacey doesn't seem to care. He. Yeah, so it's only you guys who care. Yeah. But then it started this debate between is powerlifting a team sport? Should the team get the credit? Should the individual get the credit? So Yeah. So And and I don't know, it's like, is it even? What what is it? And and that's a that's a great question. I think, you know, except for a long time, I'm not gonna lie, I have pointed to you as the anomaly that says it's an individual sport because up until very recently, you've been a one man show. Yeah. You've been a one man gang, and you've done very, very well, you've been very successful at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think, and this is, I, I am going to toot your horn a little bit here, because uh, I was talking about this with another individual very specifically. With a great voice. Yeah. Uh, yes, he does. Per last episode. He, he has a The Luther Vandross like, voice. Y'all, y'all think I have a good voice for the yeah. for podcast and radio? Drew has, like, he's got the, he's got, has a pain dropper. Yeah, he does. He really does. And so he and I were talking, we were going all the way to training, and, you know, what was unique about you, and is unique about you, is... Not only are you obsessive over your lifts, mm-hmm. you truly are. Um, I need a life. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but the other thing too is like you, because all this information is available out there. Yeah. I know you said this, uh, you know, off the air. We've talked about it. The difference is that you are an incredibly intelligent individual, way smarter than you give yourself credit for. Wait, so I'm telling you that now. And so you're able to analyze this stuff. I think in a different 
with a different frame of reference than other people are. Yeah. And you're able to get more out of that same information. And that's why that you've been successful at this point as an individual. However, we all reach the threshold of what our individual abilities can do. And I think you're starting to realize that. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, for me, I thought about that too. Like I was a strong dude, you know, for a long time by myself. I was squatting close to 500 pounds by myself. Terrible technique. It was horrible. I didn't know any better. Um, benching, you know, close to three. Again, this is all stuff with zero training, terrible equipment, all that kind of stuff. Once I started getting into the sport, one, realizing how narrow my, my frame of reference was, I realized that I needed more than just the few brain cells that are left up here. Yeah. And so I credit, you know, my list going up so much uh, to the Monster Garage and the team there, the Merger Powerlifting team, the Wolfpack Training Systems. Even though not, Sean is not my coach, I still get a ton of information from him. Yeah. And going back to what Stacy and uh, her coach were saying, whenever Crystal Tate breaks a record, which she does a lot of, uh, the you know, one of the first people she thanks is Sean because Sean has poured his life into this girl. Mm-hmm. And they have a tremendous friendship. It's hilarious to watch online. And the Crystal Tate, the black Terminator that we know and see as a lifter, does not exist without Sean Copeland and Wolfpack Training yeah. Systems. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I think that's the case for a lot of people. Yes. I think a lot of people, based on the programs they receive. Now, when somebody writes your program specific to you, yes, that is going to be huge. 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 Um, and so, all right. So, I guess, well, one, thank you for all the kind words uh, for me. And, um, sugar yeah. Sugar daddy's got to be nice every now and then. Oh, yeah. For, oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, he's nice all the time. He's yes. a sugar daddy. Yeah. Uh, if, if you can't be one thing, it's nice, sugar daddy. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but so, so, hmm. So for me, I'll give my take first then. Yeah, yeah, please. So for me, it's always been individual sport. Yep. I don't want to say I turned my cheek or kind of scoffed at the idea of a team. Occasionally I did. Yeah, just like, I'm like, man, why, why, why do you need a team for powerlifting? Yep. It's like, I don't understand based on how, this is how I went through it. Mm-hmm. Now I'm different due to me being raw, me yep. being, um, just in a different training environment. Yeah. This kind of not really having powerlifters associated with me a whole ton. Right. So I kind of was solo on that circumstance because based on the background. But I I never looked at it as a team sport because, again, you could get help from people. Sure. You could receive help from people who constantly train with you, mm-hmm. who constantly help you, who help your technique, put on equipment, all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, it's your effort that goes out there. You know, it's like, I don't necessarily, you're not getting credit for my victory. Usually not. So, yeah, (laughs) like, say if I win, I mean, I, I, like, the team sports are, the team gets the credit. Right. So that's where, like, based on just a strict example, team sport, team gets the credit. Sure. New England Patriots won the Super Bowl. Yep. The Boston Red Sox won the World Series. Okay. Manny Pacquiao's world heavyweight, um, the uh, welterweight champion. Yeah. Uh, there's... Tiger Woods is the winner of the PGA Tour. Not Tiger Woods' team. Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods, yeah. And I don't, and this is how loud of the loop I am with golf, because Tiger Woods is definitely not a winner of PGA Tour in a while. No, no. But there's individual sports out there, and the athletes get the credit. Not sure. the team. Not the not the coaches. Not the Tiger Woods nutritionist. Sure. Not his exercise science guy. The guy's writing his programs for him. The sure. strength and conditioning coach. Yeah. He's getting the credit. Yeah. He is the best in his sport. He's won that event. Yeah. So that's how I equate it to powerlifting. I'm going to win the event. 
I could have a team. I could have someone writing my meal plans. I could someone writing my program. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I'm going to get the credit for it. Right. Because it's me putting your knowledge out there. Okay. And I guess I do fall in that anomaly because I do receive programming, but it's from a online program. Yeah. That's accessible to everyone in the world. Not what, just and, me. And what is it again? PH3. Okay. I don't know if I ever mentioned it on the show before. Just got to get that plug in. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Myelin. I guess you're my coach. Yes. But uh, so I, I have that. I have that. But now I understand why teams exist based on everything I just mentioned. Yeah. It would be great to have someone critique me for one. Yeah. It feels like when you're at a gym and you don't really know someone and you don't want to say anything that could be considered rude or sure. know it all or, you know, people are afraid to give unsolicited advice. Some are. Yeah. We talked about it with Matt Wallace last week. Yeah, we did. Some people at Brickhouse may be like, hey, he's got 500 pounds on the bar. I'm not going to tell him that his hip isn't getting below his knee. Yeah. It's like, why would I tell him that? He's strong. And really, I wouldn't tell it to someone too, in all honesty, if I'm not, like, friends with them or in that team with them. If we have that bond team that we're looking out for each other, sure, maybe I will critique him. A little more frequently. Okay. So at Brickhouse, gym goers are awesome going to nut hug you. Yep. The gym goers, the casual gym goer, even the powerlifter is going to nut hug yep. a little bit. Well, you are 14 up power. So. Yeah. The the nut hugging could get uh, to an extent where it's like uh, where it could be detrimental to training because you don't do anything wrong. You have people kind of telling you, oh, you're great, you're great, and then meet you, bomb out. Yeah. You, you have your yes men. And yeah. Women, and so so I, I agree with you. That, that definitely happens. Um, where folks either A, are, don't feel comfortable enough giving mm-hmm. advice, they don't feel they're knowledgeable enough. Uh, and so that is a, it's a bit of a problem, mm-hmm. uh, without the team. Yeah. Because to your point, you don't necessarily have the friendships, you don't have that trust built where if someone's going to tell you something, they're going to tell it with your best interest in mind. Yeah. Now, I like a this, coach, yeah. like a little coach or your teammate. Cause if you, yeah. uh, if you are doing something wrong in baseball, football, if you're doing something, especially football, football is the ultimate team's, Sport. It's, it's yeah. a chain of command. Offensive line, they got to do their job so the quarterback can do their job. The yep. quarterback's got to do their job so the receivers and the running back can do the job. Yep. So, same thing with the defense. Yep. They will, if someone messes up their assignment, mm-hmm. they will know about it. They're being held accountable. Yes. And if you don't perform well, I'm not going to perform well. Exactly. So, that's how it works. And it's almost the same way, but in the grand scheme of things, it's a definite individual sport. That is my stance. Okay. Because people, a lot of people are going in this gray area. Yeah. I'm going black and white. Not a team sport. I mean, it's an individual sport. Okay. Now, my opinion on the whole team thing, because the team thing has been causing the controversy. Yes. Teams can be good and teams can be toxic. They are both out there, yes. And recently, I've seen a lot of, it's almost like a culty kind of feel with certain teams. When you, when you say that, what do you mean? Um, Just everything has to be... Family related, everything has to be like, oh, you know, it's like this is my interaction with this client. It's like, hey man, do you really need to put out their personal shit on air like that? Like, yeah. or do you really need to take credit for every little thing that they do? Do you really? It's I know you're trying to expand a business, but yeah. still, why don't you chill a little bit? And it feels like teams do more talking than lifting. Talking Sometimes. about meets, talking about competing, Sometimes, talking yeah. about their team as opposed to, well, what the hell have you done at a meet, dude? What have you done in the gym? Yeah. It seems like you talk about how awesome your team is. Like, hey, man, uh, I can't think of a shitty player in the Cubs when they won the World Series, but it, there's, there's no word on. Oh, I mean, there's, I mean, 
uh, I, I can't really name a whole ton, but there are not contributing players to uh, Super Bowl winning teams yeah. or World Series winning teams. So, like, the third-string quarterback on the Patriots. I don't know how much he helped. If he talks... What a job to have, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. Awesome. Yeah, for sure, and then he's probably going to make millions going somewhere else because he was under Belichick and Brady for that year. But, like, there are underperforming guys on teams who win Super Bowls, who win championships. So they are also on other powerlifting teams who are great, but if I constantly hear about how great your team is and how great the family aspect of it is and how much you just pretty much gossip and talk the entire time, that's where I get cultish, annoyed kind of sense where the team can be toxic. Okay. Not all, actually not even most, but some. There there are some. And I will say, like, the family thing... There has to be, and I, I see it too. And, and it could happen. Yeah. And, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not scoffing at that either. If this is your family, or you believe it, or this is a community that you love, for sure, man. If it's technically in your life, yeah, for the better, if, yeah, if, yeah, exactly. Think that, think that. That's perfectly fine. That, that's where I would go with that. Is you know that it's. It shouldn't replace your family unless your family is so toxic. That, yeah. You know, I mean, and people have you, toxic families. They, they totally do. You know, and, and I get that, and. At the end of the day, you know, this is a, it is not, you know, I, I threw it out there, is this even a sport on, on my post? Uh, I think, I don't know if Sean commented on yours or mine, but. He did. Yeah, it was on yours or mine. Mine, but I'm he pretty said, sure. But he said, like, is it even a sport? Oh, yeah. And when you think about <laughs> okay, it. Okay, I, I didn't know, because whenever I get a notification from the Heartbreak Kid, <laughs> and it says that, I'm like, well said, Sean. <laughs> I can't tell sometimes when. The seriousness or the joke comes in. That's, that's because we had a few people like it's barely a sport. I'm like, okay. And, I, and I'll throw it out there like, really, at the end of the day, to me, all you're doing is working out in front of people. Yeah. And oh yeah, and but it's there's a there's a whole yeah. And this is where I got into it. It, it, it is, is a sport. It, it is a sport, and it is a team sport. And, and this is why I I feel that way. Is yes, those nine attempts are the individual showing what they've accomplished in this whatever program they've been a part of. Mm-hmm. Whether it's four weeks, 12 weeks, whatever. And that just simply doesn't happen individually. Yeah. Even if, I don't care if you're a raw guy, no raps, no belt, not, like, there's still a group many, many times that uh, if you're maximizing your potential is behind all of that. Mm-hmm. I, I was in the car thinking about, you know, the the topic and how we were, we're going to put it all together. And at first, I was like, yeah, it's, it's individual because my friendship with Barzi Missouri hasn't added pounds to my total. And it says that thought ran through my head. I'm like, no, it actually has. Yeah. Because I think differently about weights. I think differently about my approach. I do things differently mm-hmm. because of that group. For sure. And so I, I just, I can't, I have different assignments, you know, to your point about, uh, you know, football. Because of those individuals, because I, I've been, I've gotten that information, I've gotten that knowledge from them, and so I just can't say that it's an individual. It may be the individual expressing expressing the team's effort, yeah. But it, it, to me, it's it's also is a team, yeah. And, and I would say, like again, my experience when I win stuff, um, the Roger Powerfield team gets the credit for it. Okay, maybe not necessarily on the sheet. But it's, I mean, it's on my shirt that I'm wearing. It's every, almost every picture that, like, the Monster Garage and Merger Powerlifting team are getting the credit for that because yeah. Robert Bain, the, at Bain 316, all that stuff doesn't happen 
without the Monster Garage Gym and the Broken Pile as a team. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I, I could see the arguments for saying it's a team sport. Mm-hmm. I think just, and I might, I might, I made jokes about well actually people. Yes. If I well, well actually, actually, well, I'm going to well actually be, it's like, it's an individual, well, it's just by definition, yes, individual sport. But I, I seen the arguments that make sense. If it wasn't a team sport, you would call your own numbers, you would, uh, warm yourself up, you would do all these things, you do your own programming. And to, to the, to counter that argument, people do do that. Stop thinking that people don't do that. I'm not saying it's just me. I'm saying a lot of people do it. There are people I know who call their own numbers, who write their own program, who do all these things alone. Right. So do people help you? Kinda. I was helped through Silent Mike's, some of his workout videos are on YouTube. Uh, he had Eddie Cohen on there. Uh, Mark Bell had a few things. They gave really quick, good cues. Yeah. That helped me a lot, especially yeah. with my deadlift. Pushing yeah. through the floor helped me. Yeah. Not push, not pull. That helped me. Pushing the earth away from you. Yeah, that's that helped me. Eddie Cohen, Silent Mike, and Mark Bell are not on my team. I would be a much better powerlifter if they were training with me every single day. But they're not. Lane Norton is not part of my team. Yeah. I got all this just based on the internet and just me getting lucky, really. Just getting lucky with a lot of different things that I saw throughout my course of powerlifting. But I do. I would like to point out that it your team is not the rule of powerlifting. Right. It does not always go the way your team does it. You don't need to call people's numbers. You don't have to... I didn't even know people called each other's numbers. Yeah. I'm really uncomfortable with that. Don't call my numbers. I know what I can hit. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm really against them. Like, hey, man, I don't care if I'm going to leave some weight on the platform. This is what I feel. If I do, you're right. But at the same time, I am going to make decisions for me. Sure. So that's where I'm big. If I do have a team, I probably would never be comfortable with people calling out my numbers. Interesting. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it's not, it doesn't always work that way. Sure. But, but I can see your argument completely why it's a team sport, especially with equip guys, because yes. just getting that you can, equipment you not, on, you, you need, you don't even need that. a team. You need a community yeah. to get an entire squat suit or bench shirt. Yes. On. Bench shirt. Yes, but uh, and then we got some really good comments on our both of our Instagrams. Yes, we did some good debates. Uh, good debates too, not debates on sumo and conventional. Yeah, that my that triggered that my that everybody. my Instagram has gotten bombarded with. So amazing. Yeah. So the first person who commented, Adam Rivera, love you, Adam Rivera, thirty one. He said, "Team sport, individual effort," and I wasn't gonna let him slide with that, so I said, "Explain, Explain yourself. yourself." And I regret that because he left like a goddamn two-page essay on it. Oh, so he said individual. Yeah, it's my fault though. He said individual effort, but your uh, individual effort being you're the one getting on the platform and you're the one who has to do the lift. It can be seen as a team sport because you have your team or some cases family behind you through the t- 10, 12, however many weeks prep up until your meet. Personally, I prefer to train alone, but definitely appreciate and enjoy company. There are things that a team can help with. Uh, support, stress, feedback, that's in caps. Yep. Criticism, atmosphere, and other things that an individual might not, might not tap into as much as they can if a team were present. And, yep. of course, it just makes for a more enjoyable training session and meet for some. It's true. And, yeah, good, well-rounded explanation. Still kind of on that gray area. Yeah. But... Yeah, a team could help you get through it, but if you obviously don't have the discipline, which there are a lot of guys who don't have the discipline, yep. follow 
frustrated strength coach yeah. on some of the common complaints <laughs> uh, coaches have yeah. on guys who aren't disciplined um, or hardworking or just don't have that drive. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to do shit on the platform. Yeah. You can't. You got to put in. This is a great sport where you, if you put in hard work, you probably more times than not will be rewarded for it. Usually. Like in like certain sports, you have to have a God-given gift to be a great pitcher. Yeah. You will have to work hard, don't get me wrong, but if you don't have those individual gifts, uh, gifts, you will not be Clayton Kershaw. Yeah. You will not be Chris Sale. You just won't be those people. So, Makes sense. Yeah, I like that. All right. So and, I think a uh, great one from at Fattest Illinois Lifter, uh, Barzine Missouri. Depends on how good you want to be. Anyone who has trained on a real team will tell you how, how much better it forces you to be. There are great lifters who train alone, but they're vastly outnumbered by guys with potential who never get the push to be good, let alone great because they can't swallow their ego enough to get out of the kiddie pool. Uh, I spent five years reading everything and training by myself for a 13-15 total. Still can't believe I ever out total Barzine. <laughs> After nine months on the France team, I went 17-68. 2K came the next year after getting in gear. Then 22, 23, 24, and finally 25, 50. His last full power meet, he totaled 25, 50, and was the top super heavyweight for a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, all because I had greats who let me stand on their shoulders. I would consider Barzine uh, a great power lifter, a great lifter, great individual. And I like this stance that, you know, you, you are not going to do this alone mm-hmm. when it comes to getting better. When it comes to the list themselves, you know, he, he he's even talking about it. You do those on your own, mm-hmm. uh, but you're not going to maximize that potential without without a team. Yeah, I for sure. It, you can't. And a lot of people commented on that uh, through my post too. I think uh, Tyler Clicka commented that yep. y- you can do it individually, but if someone's not pushing you or someone doesn't help you fine tune certain things, yep. you might not be as successful as you could be. You're not un- you're not tapping into that potential that you have. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, of course, Barzino always has some. He always he's so solid, smart. solid gems. Wouldn't it be great if we got him on the show? It would be fantastic if we could so do that. Awesome. That would be so great. That would be such a good hookup. I hope. I hope. Do you know him? I do know. Him. Sweet. All right. I know well, I don't. So you're the connect. You're you're the yeah. guy. You're the connection guy. So we had some people take some hard stances. Uh, Max did. underscore XB. Hell no. There is a lot more to a team sport than the sport of your friends. Short, but I think pretty well put. Are yes. we mistaken team effort for just our friends supporting what we do and we have a common interest? I I, I I see a lot of that. It's like, man, my team, I couldn't get through it without my team. It's like, are they just being nice and just helping you and just guiding you through it, handling you at meets? In some cases, there are there are definitely those. Yeah. There are definitely those individuals. I would say that if you come to certain gyms, uh, I'll, I'll use probably one of the more extreme examples. You go to Westside. There is mm-hmm. no, like, you don't have off days there. If you yeah. do, you will get eaten alive. Mm-hmm. And and so I think that, you know, this is not just people being nice. This is people that want to see you better, and they're not going to allow you to come in and half-ass it. Mm-hmm. I would say the good teams, uh, the good teams do that. Yeah. And, and so, but, there you know, I think it's a, a good point. The nut huggers are 100% out there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and sometimes they comprise these teams, and they have one superstar lifter 
and no one will ever tell them when they do something wrong. And that person becomes just a shooting star, and you see them for about 12 months, and that's about it. Yeah, I agree. And because teams like that do exist, I don't even know if I would consider them teams. I would say, I mean, yeah, they're they're pretty much just friend groups. Yeah. That's all it is. Um, they, uh, they, just may have, they just may have cool t-shirts, and that's about it. Yeah. We had another one, uh, Sus Savage, SS Savage, uh, 413. Savage. Powerlifting is individual... Without a doubt, not even close to a team sport. Ooh, that's a good hard stance. Wow. Coaches, gym partners, fans, everything in between is not, is a support, is a support structure. My mistake. Is a support structure. Hmm. Uh, they do not compete with you. All those people can wait in the car and it's still completely up to you to perform solo. A football team needs all players. You just need you. Hmm. Interesting. So interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. But I mean, to an extent, you need someone kind of getting you there and i do agree with most of that you yeah. do need someone getting there because if you have a shit program of course you're going to take if you create your own program and it's shit you're yeah. going to see the the effects of that if your technique is shit and you're the only one seeing your technique and yeah. don't have any critiques then of course yep. it's going to be bad on the you, platform but you still take the loss that's the, the thing you take the l yeah same thing with a team if you have a bad day you're you get affected. Your team doesn't. Yeah. You take the wins and you take the losses in the sport. Yeah. Now, there are some people, I think uh, Dakota Zucker mentioned that there are individual, or there are team awards, too. The IPF does it. Um, yeah. uh, Battle well, of the Bay did it. Well, we, AWPC does it. We we won when it was here in Chicago. Team was USA. it team or is it? Yeah, oh. team, team USA. Okay. That, that trophy's up at the Monster Garage. Okay. It did not do the tour like I told everybody it would because I was taking it. Okay. Well, well great. Awesome, man. <laughs> awesome for lying to a bunch of people. But, they, but do you do, but like just those individual, like those small groups, like Westside, yeah. Iron Unity. Yeah. Um, what's some other teams uh, that I'm thinking of? There's a lot of offshoots of Westside you can talk about. The Joy Queen, Flex. Queen B Power Team. Um, Joy Flex's boys. Yeah, always Joy kill Flex, it. Yeah. Yeah, so they, they have their teams at Always least kill it, but he always has a problem with the, with stuff at every meet. I remember Matt Wallace telling us about that. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't remember all the I don't, all right, I, and I don't that. know. Too much about him other than he's got some of the best 181ers yeah. under him. So that's the only thing I really oh, know. Me. I followed him recently. I didn't know he was an Italian. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's yeah. all. That's the only thing I've known new and him being a great coach. Yeah, for sure. Maybe he coached me. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, 181 Italian. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, let me get into your comments for I yeah, get so into I got another the, one. Man. Uh, Blue Line Barbell Club. Uh, shout out to Sean. Oh, that's a team. Yeah, they 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 themselves are a team. Yeah. Uh, you love those guys too. Yeah, they're awesome. Good, good, good people. Really wish they were going to be coming to nationals. Unfortunately, it sounds like they're not. Um, they're kind of going the USPA route, but you can certainly do it by yourself, but having a team to train with and handle you at meets is much better. So again, we're, we're touching on the support system, Mm -hmm. uh, which again is crucial. And I just, this is a, a sport that I just don't think you could truly maximize what your potential is without the support system. And that, yeah, that just, that's a contributing factor. And that team is, uh, you know, you hit on it. Yeah, we we take the L's, but the team takes the W. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I that's what that's one of the I think people focus more on the victories. Yeah, you never notice that it's a loss for uh, it, it's never a loss for this team. It's yeah. only victories. It, Teams only seem to experience victories in the sport yes. and never losses. The individuals always take the loss. The teams apparently take all the victories. Yeah. So, so that's, that's a weird, that's a weird, it's very selective and good, but 
It's like it's true. You never you never see a post on Instagram or a post on anything else being like, man, team so and so took an L today Louis because fu- Louis this, fucked up. When I didn't do shit yeah, today. this guy fucked up and couldn't hit squat death and bombed out, and now all of our team is screwed. Yeah. No, it's always a victory because like this guy did great. Huge win for our team. Yeah. Like, okay. And this is the, you know. <laughs> it's like, he, he, he'll take the wins, but he'll, he'll take the wins, but you won't take the losses. Yeah. So, so let me, let me hit on that. This is a bit of like, you know, kind of how the new, like the, the feelings culture has come into effect, you know, yeah. right? Uh, I got to deal with this at work all the time. People have feelings. They care about stuff. And, and they care when their feelings are hurt because, you know, their egos are so big. Yeah. We're teetering on you becoming a sociopath. Yeah. So, yeah. Like people have these things called, Feelings. I have three like, feelings. Okay? What the shit is that? No, I have three What's feelings. What's a feeling? They are hungry, sleepy, and guess the other one. Okay. So that's why I have all these kids. You sound like uh, Snow White. Hungry, sleepy. What? Aren't those Snow White's have doors? What about? <laughs> no. I'll probably edit that out. Sleepy I have one. now yeah. watched Grumpy. Yeah, Grumpy's yeah. one of them. Yeah, but that's not one of my feelings. Oh, Dopey. So, oh, is it Dopey the other one? That's my look, not okay. my feeling. Good so, point. Yeah. Jackass. All right. So what I'm saying is, it, this is a bit of the, the feeling. So we're only going to celebrate the W's. We're not going to talk about the L's. We're not going to point fingers because that's mean. Yeah. And and but again, there's no need to. They're, they're it's really, an individual sport. They're, they're yeah. <laughs> it's like there's no need to really point fingers. Like you, you fucked up your squat depth. Get the hell out of this gym. <laughs> like, hey man, can I just work out and yeah. do this hobby for you? So are you going to trade me? So what, so where I'm getting with that is. So we don't do that because, again, and this is where if you truly are a team, you may not do it publicly on social media. Yeah. I agree. Social media is not the place to say, dude, Coach Pomodoro Zenzo, you fucked up your squat. You're not a part of the two white light show anymore. It's one white light. It's all me. Superior genetics. Here we go. And we're, a, we're a team now? I don't know. All right. Sweet. All right. <laughs> two white lights team. Probably not a great thing to bring into a meet trying to get lights. Probably not, no. <laughs> so, yeah, we'd be a fun team. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, so that's two. That's it. Yeah. Two-man team. But – but privately, this is where the team should be coming in where, you know, you and I would sit across the table after me, like, you know you fucked up, right? Yeah. And that uh, that is where, I, again, I feel like the team, the true teams do mm-hmm. that. I will guarantee you, Louis Simmons, if Dave Hoff fucked up at a meeting and bombed out on squat, he would He'll let him, him know. He'd probably let him know on social media, too, knowing Louis. Yeah. Would, but he would let him know. He yeah. would do that because that is, that is part of that relationship. To our point, the Nuthuggers, they're not going to do that. The lifting groups, they're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna take the L privately. Yeah, uh, but you're right on social media. You only talk about those. Yeah, you only talk about the victories. You, team, get, you never talk about the L's. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even when you do post something on social media about you having a poor meet, yeah, people will kind of be like, "Oh, he's only saying this for validation." So There's some of that. Things. Like, it's oh, like, hey, man, it's like I'm just trying to. It's like, but it's like I'm just trying to, you know. I'm going to show you my good lifts. Let's show you the shitty meets too. Yeah, you know, I gotta give I gotta give Hawk credits. Hawk did that a few weeks ago. Yeah, and he, I don't he, think he was looking for validation. I don't no. I think he just wanted to show what happened because he had a, a lot of people asking about him to lead up to the meet. And he showed what happened. Yeah, he was very honest about it. He's like, I bombed out on squats, and I was still allowed to continue the meet and you know get the other lifts. They just don't count. Mm-hmm. But I still got to do it because I already paid the entry fee. Is you know, yeah, was nice. That would be hard to do. That would be very frustrating. Lie. So please don't do that. Yeah, it's, and, uh, that's. Goals for me. Yeah, and not not really I'll probably just leave and all that. Yeah, I want to do it. Else. Yeah. So you'll probably get tested anyway, so you don't stick around. But yeah, cool. Uh, anyway, so that's what's important. You, you know, as an individual saying, "Yeah, I took the L," but yeah, po- posting the the bad stuff. 
Yeah. Like, yeah, you can't point out your teammates by saying, yeah, that's their fault. I screwed up. Yeah, that's, that's one of the, that's, this is a, just a little observation I make. It's through recent, um, yeah. Instagram posts and the recent team just in general. Yeah. Continue. No, it's, it's really okay. Good. Really All right. Good. So it's click really a T commented, uh, click a underscore T commented I, this. I enjoy him, by the way. Huh? I, I just started following him. I really enjoy him. You like him? Yeah. Cool. I like Lucas too. Yeah. He's he a good dude. Either voice. Uh, it's, he said, uh, similar to wrestling. And he actually, I wanted to bring this up because I made a comparison and now I just kind of, I'm rethinking my comparison a little bit. Ooh. It's similar to wrestling. You won't be able to get through 12 weeks of prep alone. You, you're also not squatting with someone else under the bar. At the end of the day, it's both. So he brought up wrestling and kind of bring up how wrestling itself is a team sport. Sure. Uh, or it's an individual sport at the same time. It, it, it can be both. And I, I often do this on the show. I'm like, Hey, pick one, you know? Yeah. Pick a side. So, you know, you, cause everyone could be right if we always take the middle ground. Yeah. But in this circumstance, there are sports where it's both and wrestling's a really good one. Yeah. Wrestling's a difficult, intense sport. Yeah. It is. But it is so team driven as your training partners are going to help you. Yep. Your coach is going to help you. Strength and conditioning is a big part. Your support system is going to help. Yeah, your support system in wrestling is huge. And I, and I brought this up earlier with uh, mixed martial arts and boxing. Yeah. Individual sport, you get the champions. Yeah. I think in UFC in particular, other teams and gyms in particular, yeah. they are very tight-knit. As they are. As far as... They're they're almost a family. You're beating the hell out of each other. Yeah, you better be. Yeah, and I again, I don't like when powerlifters compare themselves to that. They're like, oh, those guys are, you know, you're Warriors. sweating. Yeah, you're sweating, bleeding every day in the gym. Like, hey man, you're not getting punched in the face. You're lifting a weight, mm-hmm. and I bleed because I have scabs on my shins. It doesn't hurt as much I'm as this. It it doesn't edit that out. <laughs> um, the the. Uh, if you break your nose in training in mixed martial arts, that's a little bit harder it's to deal little, with. Little, yeah. It hurts a little bit, man. Getting stitches on your nose or your lip. But UFC uh, fighters and mixed martial arts fighters and yeah. boxers, they do consider themselves a part of a team. They do. And yeah. they consider, and there are guys who get kind of kicked out of teams or have yeah. bad relations with teams because they won't train. Yeah. They won't be there when, say, they're not fighting. I think yeah. um, Greg Jackson's camp, I think Donald Cerrone, had that. Yeah. I think I think he had a falling out with them because he did his own thing when he wasn't fighting. Yeah. And guys like Diego Sanchez and other guys who are part of Greg Jack's, uh, Greg Jackson's gym are like, hey, dude, you got to be here and help us yeah. through it. It's not just when you it's feel like, like it. Yeah. It's so it, to them, it's not individual sports. Like you got to help me get better. Yeah. And there was a little big falling out with like Rashad Evans and John yeah, Jones because yeah, yeah. there was like an agreement they wouldn't fight each other outside the gym. Yeah. Uh, and there was a lot of other fighters who do that. Same thing with boxers. Yeah. Like. The Freddie Roach, the gyms over there, like Freddie Roach is a trainer and the guys he's come up with and he's trained, they're really, they're very close. They're very close to Freddie and they're very close to the training partners and the sparring partners that they have too. So, I, you know what, I'm going to maybe just rethink the comment that I made earlier that it definitely can be, it can be both. Yeah. It can be both. Both. It can be both of them. Makes sense. But, um... Yeah, I, some, more, some more comments here. I mean, yeah, yeah, I got a lot. I don't know if we're gonna get to all of them. And I no, apologize, no, and I appreciate the length of comments, people. But remember, yeah, I got no, it. we 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 asked why because there have been other. Yeah, we have asked why because because I then yeah we we kind of I back myself on a, to another corner because when I ask why, yeah, people are like, hey man, be more specific, and they yeah. get really specific. I'm like, fuck, now I can read all that. Yeah, 
My bad. So, so I've gotten a few of these words. You know, it's not a team sport, but you have a strong support system. But, it, but equip lifting is way closer to a team sport. Kind of all stuff. It's really there's nothing like different than what we're hearing. A lot of the middle of the road. But at the end of the day, like I said, my stance is it is all about a team. Mm-hmm. And and you will not. Some of you may have a very high threshold for where their individual talent and ability and understanding will take them. Uh, again, I point to you as an example where I think you've achieved a lot of great things already just by yourself, but I think soon you're going to hit that threshold. And Yeah, sooner rather than later, because I'm already kind of, yep. I was thinking to myself, like, hey, man, how much is a coach? Maybe they'll it's, tell me about it's not, it's not even the coach, I don't think. I think it's going to be the atmosphere in the team. Because I will say this, there there are gyms I go to. I've been to a lot of gyms around the Chicagoland area. I've been to a lot of gyms, period. Uh, in my, you know, traveling for work last year, I went to, you know, 50 different gyms uh, while I was on the road. There is an atmosphere and there is a, uh, a presence that the team has that can make or break a, a lifter, mm-hmm. in, in a sense, and can really propel them on. And, and I think Crystal Tate is a great example of that. They, you know, Sean kind of caught lightning in a bottle where he had uh, Nicole Ordway, Crystal Tate, Bianca Hernandez, all kind of training and really ramping up together. And you saw Nicole and Crystal push each other so hard with Sean's help. Mm-hmm. And then the rest, watching the rest of the Monster Garage try to catch them yeah, was incredible. I mean, watching how Steve Brock, Matt Nyman, and Dr. Rob, like myself, uh, all these other people trying to catch these two. Mm-hmm. And it just a rising tide raised all ships. Yeah. And so I think it's, 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 that's a good, that's a good point. And that's where I think at some point you, you will hit that. And I feel like, again, wherever it's going to be, whether it's going to be Brickhouse, whether it's going to be at 2XL or, or, you know, or whatever, it's not just going to be the coach. It's going to be the team in the atmosphere. I think it's going to take you to even beyond where we think you can go right now. Yeah, I agree. And that's an interesting friendly competition. Mm-hmm. And I, we actually, I do have a lot of this without being on a team. I sure. just do it with people in the Chicagoland area sure. pretty much. So I think me, uh, Mitch, uh, Dale Merced, yep. and uh, Aubrey Hogan talked about that just at Brickhouse once. Yeah. Like, we want to compete with each other because we want to kind of compete against each other to make us better. Yeah. Like, that's a big reason. And it was just three of us. And we, I mean, me and Mitch train at Brickhouse. Aubrey trains at Compound most of the time. Yep. He's on our team Forsaken. Yeah. Another team. Uh, so it's a little different yeah. with how we go about it, but you know, it's it could be the same way in a in a kind of, in a team too. We could be in the gym every day, see what we do, yep. see what that guy does. Like, and he's one sixty five, and he's creeping up on my deadlift. Yep, he's got on my deadlift. I'm one eighty one. I got to really set my game up and or just try to figure out what he's doing that yep. I'm not doing. So yeah, and, that's, and I know I know I did the same thing to Vinny Stepchuck because Vinny's multi multi ply lifter. Older than me, whatever. And as a general statement, when we're all training together, he and I are going for the biggest numbers of all times. Mm-hmm. Like, like we just will, you know, we're going to go neck and neck for the most part. And But I know that's also raised Vinny's game because, you know, in his words, he's got a young punk who's, you know, not only caught him but surpassed him, and he's now got to play catch up. Yeah. And regardless if he's using the gear or whatever, I mean, the guy has upped his own game in order to uh, to match mine, which is awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do like seeing that. Yeah. That is great. And then, yeah, the competition in and of itself, even on team sports like football, yeah. like baseball, and, and that friendly it... competition has has sparked, uh, in the most specific thing I can think of, quarterback play. That's huge. 
quarterback play, they said, uh, I mean, it's not so much the star guys. Yeah. It's more of the middle of the pack kind of guys who are fighting for a starting position. Mm-hmm. And their performances could, they're just trying to, cause there's only they, one, there's they, only one starting quarterback. They just want a paycheck. Yeah. One starting quarterback. Yep. If you're not a starting quarterback, you're not contributing to the team. Yep. At least in the, until, you know, you're a backup. Yeah. But. Let's a lot. What's that? Let's make polls. Yeah, the best backup quarterback in history. It's amazing. Uh, so he, but the, the pushing of each other kind of makes a better quarterback. Yeah. Or like, oh man, that's that's kind of why you pair up like Baker Mayfield with Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. A guy's like who's obviously better Mayfield at this point of their career because he's raw. Yeah. And Tyrod Taylor's a veteran. Yeah. So he he's gonna be, and he's like, oh, okay, we're giving him the starting job. Let's see what you can do in practice and yep. the, um. In preseason to help yeah. you. So friendly competition is always good. It is for sure. Uh, hopefully, I don't think I'm going to get to all these comments. There's Thank no you for everyone <laughs> that uh, commented. Uh, Candy Candelora. Yeah. Uh, respectfully disagreed with Tyler. Yeah. Said with wrestling, even though you stand alone on the mat, you have to show your dominance over an opponent and therefore need to train with someone else at least part of the time. Certainly be pushed harder by training with people that are better than you. Though, the same can be true for powerlifters. You can train with the best in the world, but if you don't want, if you don't want it, it's not going to happen. You yep. can get strong anywhere. You can get strong alone. Programming and nutrition are tools that you use. Pretty good counter argument, yep. uh, I believe. Bearded meat. I always got to look up his name. Rich, Rich. Candelora. Candy's husband. Candy's husband. Mm-hmm. I like his name though. Bearded meat. Yeah. Good handle. Yeah. Funny guy. I like him. We had, we had a time in Columbus. I do like him. Uh, but there are plenty of guys training all by themselves. It's beneficial to have a support team, yes, but not necessary. So it's not a team sport in that respect. And I think they're kind of at the same argument I was making, like with Tiger Woods. Yeah. Tiger Woods gets the credit for, he has a team behind him. He does. Uh, NASCAR drivers do too. They have Dude. a crazy team behind him. Yeah. Like weird scientists. 40 people like that. Yeah, the scientists, like, this is how we're going to get the car going faster. Yeah. It's like, they don't even know the names of all the Dude, members. They, like, ex-college linemen are, like, they're tired people. Yeah. You know, that's awesome. Yeah, like, it, well, they, it's like, I don't even know the names of, uh, they, they know their, like, their crew, their yeah. pit crew. I yeah. think that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not big on NASCAR people. But, uh. Just turn left. Yeah, turn left repeatedly. Yep. But, uh, they have, like, the other people engineering the cars. Yeah. And they're like, I don't know. They're part of my team, definitely. Yeah. Like, I don't know the names of everyone But, like, yeah, Tiger Woods has a nutritionist. Yep. He does. Uh, he's got a conditioning coach. He's, he, they have all these things. He's got a but, sports psychologist. He's got all that crap. Yeah, so I think they're taking more of the kind of the stance I took on it. Yeah. Which is good. Um, yeah. And if you guys want to read through the debate that they had, go on my page, look at the topic, or most recent topic. Please they had do. a pretty good one, and it's obviously all quite intelligent and not not a stupid online argument. Yeah, you was, actually could learn something from this online I, argument. I think this was a it was a great topic, and I'll, I'll give you credit for this one. So we were kicking actually. Oh no no no! I got to give Danny O'Brien the credit for this okay, one. Okay. I was at two white. I was at a brick house talking about the show. Yeah, and what topics we're going to do. Yep. He's like, oh, dude, how about one on team sport? Uh, powerlifting being a team sport or not? Yeah, I'm no, like, that's awesome. I'm like, oh yeah, you posted that yesterday. I think I was half asleep while reading it, and I couldn't uh, do it. And I'm like, oh, you know what? Let's let's talk about the show. So Danny O'Brien, big shout out. Uh, that, that this is inspired by him. If you always want to give him a follow at Dan underscore O B underscore S H W. Super heavyweight, super heavyweight child. Yes. Oh, Bama Bird, just like my what? Just like my video. I oh, made it in powerlifting. We made it, fam. I made it we in powerlifting. It, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna screenshot <laughs> it and say it we made it, fam. <laughs> no, we out. did it. We did it, fam. <laughs> 
We did it. I'm giving it up. So, all right, that was Two White Lights topic of the week. Thank you very much for everyone who commented. Yes, love y'all. And now into our segments, our very first segment. Larry Reels did something. He did something. And I think he was in Dubai or some crazy place like that. Sure. And he is bench pressing two Indian fellows. And Larry Wheels did something. There we go. All right, Bane's got a two-highlights topic of the week, our te- or technique tip of the week. Technique tip of the week. We're going to stick with the bench press. We've been kind of focusing on that. We've done the squat, did a lot of stuff for that. So bench, uh, a lot of us have to deal with sticking points. Yep. And so when you are hitting a sticking point during a lift, uh, one of mine is, is the lockout. I usually get, once I get the press command, a couple to three inches off my chest, and then a lot of times the bench will stall. So, great technique tip that I was given by uh, the amazing Steve Brock, one of the best benchers on the planet, uh, is squeezing with your pinkies specifically, hmm. and then trying to drive, basically, imagine driving your arm up through the pinkies. Okay. So, if you can pick up, if, if you're holding the bar, now I've said it to you a couple times, if you're holding the bar, if you're, any of you are listening right now, and you're, you know, going to go bench press, go grab a barbell, and so squeeze as hard as you can with your pinky specifically, and then imagine pushing against that. That has helped me lock out. Actually, it helped me at Worlds last year. Uh, because I felt like that bar was slowing down, and I just gripped it and just continued pushing up to the pinky until I locked out. Nice. So Good uh, tip. Good. good it, yeah, I've always fun. liked that one. I've liked that one you told me before. I think I've heard it also at Xwort a few times with uh, so. a few people um, that I've trained with in the past. Or, or just, I think they were talking about more bar placement on where. Yes. And they yeah. were – that was more of their cue, so – like that one. Now, I have a meet coming up. Is there any that will keep my ass on the bench? Uh, I know you said squeeze the bench with your legs, but I can't so do that can, if I'm yeah, flat. Yeah, you can't do that with the flat foot. That's yeah. the one that... Because uh, I could easily on. keep it on the bench if I'm toes up. Yeah. So the only thing I could really say is just really focus on keeping your butt down. Okay. All right. And that was a very simple technique. That was a twofer. Twofer. Just focus on squeeze. I think J.P. Carroll, uh, he has that ask me anything kind yeah. of thing, which is weird that he does that. Yeah. Would you, J.P. Carroll, based on his personality and how he conducts himself on social media, would ever do an ask me anything? But he does it, and actually, he gets good sometimes questions. he just calls people dorks. Yeah. And other times he actually asks, uh, or he actually answers questions. And drops the knowledge. Yeah, and drops the knowledge. But I think he Ooh. said, squeeze your ass like you're kind of holding a shit. That's, I've heard that one. That's, but I think that drives my ass up more from the thing. Possibly. Because I'm probably, yeah, like I'm trying but to. But again, he's. I don't want to diarrhea all over the. He's not lifting flat-footed. He's lifting with his legs. Uh, and so that does work when you're squeezing and you're squeezing the bench. So with the flat, I, I'll be honest, I, I don't have a ton of good ones. Um, I've never necessarily had a problem with my butt coming up off the bench. Yeah, I I'm haven't had lucky. it recently now until yeah. the combo rack. Because I noticed on all the videos that in my past competitions, yeah. APF, I think, has elite FTS yeah. uh, benches. Yeah. And their cushions are just a bit thicker. Yes. Not super thick. They're not the, they're not the fat pads. But perfectly yeah. thick enough yes. where I'm like, I could sink. I could put my feet on the floor. I could go toes up. I was like, it's perfectly thick. Yeah, of course. Who doesn't? Hey. But uh, I, but I, for some reason, always I switch off between flat-footed and toes okay. and APF meets. You're weird. Probably shouldn't do that anymore. Probably not. Uh, even in the APF meets. Yeah. And, unless unless I suck at bench, unless I miss a bench. Okay. Then then we, then yeah we got to change we, it. We but if I hit it, yeah. Then if I hit it, then yeah we're yeah. doing that from now on. Got it. But I did. Yeah. I think yeah one time I think at nationals I went flat foot went three for three, then worlds 
toes up, three for three. Meepo four, toes up, two for three. You're weird. weird. I think, but I think there's a lot of other contributing factors yeah. on that too. Yeah. But, all right, good technique tip of the week. Yeah. That'll do it for two white lights. Yes, it's Great a show. show. Excellent show. Uh, next week. I will be coming straight from my meet. Hopefully, it gets done at a relatively good time where you yeah. can record where I'm not dead tired. I, I'm planning based on interviewing you for the meet. That's that's what the plan is. Oh, sweet. Well, hopefully, it's a good meet. Hopefully, it's so. a good meet. Uh, again, I'll probably speak a little bit more once I hit my openers, but the plan as of right now, based on just little things, a gimme meet to get me into nationals, yep. and then I get to work on this stupid perplexing squat depth issue that I'm going through. Also getting used to the combo rack because we, my ass... We will get it fixed. Yeah, we will get it fixed. Oh, yeah. We, got the, we got the two White Lights team. We just <laughs> accidentally started a team. Yeah. Did we just become best friends? Yes. Yeah. But, yeah, so hopefully I have a lot of time to yep, fix this. You do. I have a lot of time to work on the combo rack more frequently because yep. that's causing my ass to come out from the bench. Sure. And deadlifts just get used to that stupid-ass bar yeah, they use dumb. at US APL. Dumb. It is. I don't like it. Yeah. It hurts. And they're using a Lico bar. Ooh. I never use one. Excited. Do you ever use one? Uh, yeah. When I was interviewing for their director of operations job. How was it? You use a bar? I used the bar, yeah. How much did you... I think I pulled like 450 or something like that. How, how was it? Like, seriously? It's stiff. Is it as stiff as like the Ohio one? Uh, I, is there a noticeable difference all I'm asking? Still very similar. Very, okay. very similar. Okay. Well, then I guess that's no big deal. Yeah. I mean, I've been, yeah, with the Ohio power, or the competition bar I've been training with. Yeah. So, yeah, that's going to do it next week, recapping the meets. Maybe I'll throw another topic because I'll probably be bored Thursday and Friday and Saturday because I'm not lifting. Yeah. I'll have, uh, I'll, I'm sure there'll be more band words for me. You guys can reach out to. Yeah, I think we're good this week. Yeah. Maybe that thing that you said. <laughs> we'll keep that out of the show from now on. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm trying to keep it PG-13, I guess. Get out of here. Uh, I'm sorry. Fuck all that. Yeah. I mean, I did say fuck excessively yeah. on the show. I mean, not excessively. Not like the first, like, two shows, but... We've, yeah, the first I, we've, we've, I've been, uh... We've been the chain I mean, yeah, we... Like... I mean, we got blocked. We got, you know, we yeah. got complaints. You got DMs. Yeah. All yeah. of it was bad. Yeah, it was bad. All right, so... We'll see you guys next week. I am the co-host formerly known as Enzo, and with me is... At Bane316. All right, see you guys next week. Deuces!